don't we ride for deep roll so far we on e she on e she on me let's try that way okay shout it came in walking like a model shape like a bottle she know if she mess with me it's gonna be trouble I'ma bust that bubble, I'ma always love her Mess up all the covers, yeah Why me break it down like a folding chair? See me in the chain reactions, I got 40 pounds Sorry I ain't answer the phone, I was slapping ass Last night I ain't answer, I was pulling hell Y'all know me, so low key All this ice on, I got cold feet My shorty bad, she a trophy She like to lay on me and call me cozy Yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys. Welcome to the first episode of Relationship 101 with me, Maddie. So it's called Relationship 101 with Maddie. So let me give you guys a little bit of insight about what this podcast is all about. So it's about the different perspectives of love, relationships, and life with your significant other. And today's episode is titled... Dum, dum, dum. A straight man's perspective. That's right, guys. We have a straight man in the building, and he's black. So y'all know we about to get all the tea. So if you got questions, you know, type it up. Let me know. Leave it right now because we're live on Facebook. But the straight man in the house today is the one, the only Mario. Mario's in the motherfucking building. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for having me. You know, you know. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, born and raised from Atlanta, and that's inside the perimeter of Atlanta, not Norcross, not Lawrenceville, Atlanta. So does this mean like you're like a southern gentleman? Um, I'm a gentleman, definitely, definitely. You know, it's all about southern hospitality in Atlanta, you know. Okay. From, you know, Atlanta natives. There's not a lot of Atlanta natives here. It's hard to find us, but we still out here. That's true. It's like a big melting pot because I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. You know, mm-hmm. Cleveland is where the classy is born and raised. <laughs> that's that's just what I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. So if you're from Cleveland, Ohio, what's up? But so Mario, can we can we jump right into the first we can topic? Jump right into. Are you you're not scared? Scared. I pay bills <laughs> in oh. 2019. Oh, he's he paying bills in 2019, yeah. ladies. You hear? Wait, uh, if your name ain't George Powell, so you can't <laughs> assume where this car note coming from. I got no fear in my heart. Okay. <laughs> so, the first topic that we are going to cover is called "What Is Cheating." And um, for those of you tuned in on Facebook, you can definitely chime in, and we'll try to read what you say. But um. First comment comes from Ebony Lee. What does it mean? Oh, okay, you asking questions already. Okay, we go. <laughs> Give us a second. Ebony Lee with all the tea. So, but the first topic is going to be uh, what is cheating? Like, okay. what is cheating? That's a very interesting topic. Mm-hmm. Only because I think people have different definitions of cheating. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have, like, they, they think it's a... Uh, one of those unspoken things mm-hmm. when I think it's definitely not. I think it's something that needs to be discussed before you even start dating with somebody because you should know the person you're dating and you should know what cheating means to them because somebody going to the club at two, 3 o'clock in the morning could be nothing to one person but it could mean everything to another. So, you know, and, you know, taking random pictures with, you know, oh, people I get of it. interest. You know, it's just like, 
Oh, you, you hugged up on them last night? Okay. It was just pictures. But, you know, it's, it, it can turn into something that it shouldn't be. So, I think the conversation should always need to be made. Um, but my personal definition of cheating, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> if I had to say, mm-hmm. cheating is, uh, how do I want to word this? Cheating is doing something that you wouldn't want, some, wouldn't want done to yourself. As far okay. as like in a relationship. Okay. So wait, let me let me chime right in because that's very interesting, guys. So what you're saying is, you know, when you're in the dating phase, getting to know someone, it's good to bring up the topic of cheating, like what cheating is to you. Oh, yeah, like when is the right time to say that? Like because you know, now that I think about it, I've never been like on a date and you know, they were like, Well, what how do you feel about cheating? Like that's something that people who date don't discuss and it's something that it sounds like needs to be discussed Definitely. so when is the right time to start that uh topic the first date second date i mean <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to say first date because you might scare somebody off immediately it's like so what you consider cheating like damn is he y'all already thinking about cheating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no i want to say immediately but um i would say I would say after you get to know each other, you know, y'all have fun and, you know, get to know the good things about each other. Mm-hmm. It's time to get more serious as far as if you feel like there's a potential future because, you know, in the beginning you may like start talking to somebody within a week. You're like, you know what? That's not for me. So I would say, you know, give it two weeks at least, at least at the very minimum, give it at least two weeks. And then, you know, just hear what the person got to say that way. You know, you don't scare them off immediately, and also you're not investing too much time. Where to the point where they're like, "Oh well, you know, cheating is if if I do any if 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 I do anything like sexual with this person, it's cheating." But I can get ahead, and there ain't no problem, right? You know, some people think like that, but why? <sighs> people got different perspectives. I I don't know. So, do, why. would you consider getting head cheating? <laughs> Definitely. Okay, I, I'm with I you. Mean, me, yeah, but you know, some everybody got different relationships. Some what works for some won't work for others. So that's why both people need to have a conversation to reach an evil playing field and figuring out the way it is. <laughs> okay, Laura, we jumping right in this. We jumping right in this. So I got a question another question for you. Okay. So why do why do why do some dudes just be like, oh, I got a weakness for big booty bitches. So if you doing what you supposed to be doing and you holding it down at home, I'm not going to step out. I'm not going to cheat. Like, but I got a weakness for big booty bitches. My whole thing with that statement, and it could be turned into different ways. Long story short, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, then I'm not going to step on you, step out on you. That's what some men say. But my whole thing is you can't expect your woman or your significant other to be on 24-7. Like, everybody had those off days. Mm-hmm. So, like, why do... do you, can you answer that? Can you give us... Like, what's up, Mario? <sighs> you a straight one, tell me. Look. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm gonna do best I can to answer this. So, so why do people? All right, g- give me the question again. Why you said why do guys say they feel like weaknesses? they can have they they cake and ice cream? Like they feel like they can have it all. They feel like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but everything comes with some type of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. If you want anything in life, you can't have anything where you're gonna have the both of both best sides of the world. Like everybody wanna get paid but nobody wanna go to work. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't do both. You gotta either go to work mm-hmm. and get paid or don't go to work and don't get paid. 
got to make a choice. So, same thing with relationships. You got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. There is really, unless y'all have that particular type of relationship, and that's what. What type of relationship is that? Um, open relationships. Oh wow. You know, polyamorous relationships. Oh my. I've I've known people that have that have had both successfully. I mean, at one point in time, it was successful. Okay. But it jealousy is a powerful thing. It definitely is. And usually in those situations, it's like everything is good, but the moment when someone shows more attention to, like, if somebody's in an open relationship, but this guy is showing more attention to this other girl than he is the person that he's in an open relationship with, that's going to be a problem, guaranteed, automatically. Okay, so I agree with you. For the most part. Okay, so it sounds like you're saying... The man needs to make a decision like I'm going to leave these big booty hoes alone and I'm going to focus on the woman that's in front of me. Yeah, that's that's pretty much. I mean, if that's what he wants and he knows that it's a requirement for this investment of the relationship, he needs to give it up. Okay, so you're saying like a relationship is full of compromise. Oh, definitely. A relationship is all about sacrifice from both ends. Like it's you can't get you can't get without giving. On both ends, you can't. It's not possible to just have it one way. So, if I mean, if you think that's what it is, I don't mm-hmm. know what fairy tale that you know. I mean, the movies you know watched where it happened, but it don't happen that way. You can't. It's not possible. Okay. So, do you think you? So, when you go into a relationship, you can't have that mindset of being single. Like I'm still single. I'm going to do the same things that I did when I was single. It depends on what you consider. I mean, it, okay, it's some things where. I don't think some people like when they get in relationships, they expect, all right, we're in a relationship. You can't have any more friends. You know, some people think uh-huh. like that. And it's like, I think that's that's very irrational because mm-hmm. the people that were there before you, if the relationship don't work out, more than likely they will be there for you after them as well. So, and those people are in your life usually for a lifetime. And it's hard to find good gene with people. So I think you need to hold on to all the good friends that you do have in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's certain things that needs to be compromised when you're in a relationship because relationship is all about compromise. Leave them big booty hoes alone, my niggas. I mean, you know, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, men have a problem, but some women do, too. It's on both ends. But it's more so the man. Hmm, that's debatable. That's yeah, the, is okay. it? Okay. Is it? <laughs> all right. So the reason why I say that is because 2019 is definitely... A different year than what it was in 1955. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> it's true. A, it's a completely different time. Women are out here getting out here getting it too, 100. I know I have a lot of female friends. I they you know they're they're getting their cake and eat it too. Just put it like that. Like, and I feel like the women are more likely to get their cake and eat it too than the men actually. Okay, because various reasons but <laughs> okay so if anybody that's tuned in right now have a question about cheating go ahead and write it in there ebony lee i didn't get a chance to see your question so if it's about cheating go ahead and repost it because we have a straight man in the house and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and tackle some of the questions we're not gonna dive too deep into it but if you got a question go ahead and leave one um but let me see scroll down a little bit more or right down down up I'm sorry. Up, up, up. Right down. Let me see. I'm trying to look for your question that you was asking. Okay, so it's more of a statement. Ebony Lee said, hey. 
Um, Ebony Lee said anything anything you can't do in front of whoever you're dating is cheating. Is that necessarily true? If you can't do this in front of your girl or in front of your significant other, then you shouldn't be doing it, period. Boom. It, I mean, it, there's definitely some logic behind that. Okay. There, so can can we say you agree? Will you agree yeah. with the lovely lady? <laughs> I can agree. I can agree. Hey, Cheryl, agree. girl. My girl Cheryl in there. She's an <laughs> author. What's up, boo? Okay. Keep I can agree. Because, mm-hmm. I mean... When people get in relationships, they want to they want their their mate to be open to them, and that's you know physically and verbally. But I feel like a lot of times people get in relationships before, or they make somebody their significant other before Oops. they make their friend. So by doing that, you're it kind of you're kind of like once once you're in a relationship and all the lovey dovey stuff goes away because it always does eventually, mm-hmm. and you you two you're just seeing each other in your natural state how are you two as friends and i feel like a lot of people don't know how to be friends oh that's interesting before they get in a relationship and i think that's where the confusion comes in because like oh when, when you're in a lovey-dovey stage you know you're you're in a um, i want to press this person this person wants to impress me everything's great and nobody's getting mad at each other and life is just perfect and if it can stay that way for the rest of your life we'll have millions of happy marriages all across the world but it doesn't stay that way once people get comfortable, they start showing who they are 100%. It's, it's like a resume. When mm-hmm. you go to a job, you can say, oh, yes, I um, I am a fin- uh, financial handler for a multi $500 billion company, and you could be a cashier at McDonald's. And, you know, you can dress it up that way. But that's kind of how a resume is. I mean, that's how it is in the beginning of a relationship. You're in trying to impress this person. But once... It's like when you first get a job, you give them your all. Once you start working there for a while, you're like, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you become real lackluster, so you, it, and you don't put as much effort in. But unfortunately, it happens the same way in relationships. But, and, but. but then you got to get to, you. now it's like, I'm, you're no longer, you, you got in a relationship with a person that was doing all these things for you mm-hmm. or with you or, you know, make you feel all special and stuff. Mm-hmm. You didn't get into the relationship with this person that's half-assing. So now it's mm-hmm. like. You trying to deal with that, or you got to? It's it's that's why it makes. I just feel like a relationship should make you, you know, step your game up. Like it should make you not want to be that half-assed person that you used to be. Of course, we still gonna have some of the same tendencies that we had before, but I feel like a relationship should bring the best out of you. It should yes, it it should bring the best out of you. But people do people do get comfortable, and that goes for everyone. I feel like everybody in a relationship are not going as hard as they was the first month that relationship started <laughs> or that person talking like 90% of people they're not going that hard they're not getting those good night texts those good good morning texts you're not getting random gifts oh let's go out such such like this like things not, start oh, to oh, slow let me down dress up. let me dress to impress because I want to look good for this person when I see them and smell mm-hmm. good for them get my hair done for them people are not doing that on an all the time basis people calm down on that you like that's that's what I'm saying like you get comfortable that's part of getting comfortable. You're not putting but all the effort. You're saying that if you start off as friends, you can see the half-assed person, and then when you, they'll. When you start off as friends, you get to see the person who they are. You're not trying to impress nobody. You just talking to each talking to each other. You get to know things about each other that you know. Some people may not even share with their own family members. Like, That's true. You know, you just talking. There is no intentions behind it. Y'all just kicking and chilling. So, 
when you start dating your friend and it's that way you know who they are wholeheartedly already for the most part mm-hmm. and then when you add the relationship with it just make it just make it all better it's, it just it's like you're, you're adding on top of it pretty much okay so i can't agree with you that it is great and dandy to start off as friends and do the whole friend thing first into leading into a relationship but how realistic is how realistic is that like it's not, it's not happening it's not happening in 2019 mm-hmm. because nobody want to date their friends everybody want to date somebody they see on social media facebook instagram tinder like it's all about it's all about the visual the, the immediate visual first mm-hmm. that catch the attention the little conversations and the dms that they know y'all already have intentions on talking to each other that's more than just friends already and you already killed it. Nobody comes with the intent. Nobody talks to people with intentions like, oh, you're just a cool person. I just want to kick it with you. It's like, no, you, you look good and I want more than. <laughs> okay. I'm so, pretty much. Is it possible to, you know, to become friends kind of while dating in a sense? Like, I just feel like while you're dating and even in your while you're in a relationship, you're still going to, you know, develop that that bond. Like you're still learning about this person yeah. every day. You 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 are. I mean, definitely. I agree. You I got a good question for you, too. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you do get to learn about people. I mean, that's honestly that's the way we do things these days. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying it's impossible and we some people have made it work. But I just feel personally that <clears throat> it's best. I mean, everybody used to always say that. Like, they say the love songs all the time, marry your best friend type thing. But people become, you're in the significant other, more likely to become your best friend after they become everything else to you. I like that. Okay. So, question from Laura. Laura in the motherfucking building. How you doing, so, Laura? this is, oh, okay. <laughs> So this is for you from Laura. She says, why do men leave the ride or die chick, the 80 for the 20? So for those of you who don't know what the 80-20 rule is, 80%, this person has 80% of everything that you're looking for in your significant other. But then there's 20% that this this person don't have. So what she's asking is why do, which is true, why do some men tend to leave the 80% for the 20%? All right. I personally have never done this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give my thoughts and insights on it. <clears throat> Men are... Because <laughs> oh, the grass is not greener on the other side. I mean, but you won't know that until you get to the other side. Okay. And that's what a lot of guys think, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like the ride or die. Yes, you're there. And honestly, a lot of guys, <clears throat> they... That whole refreshing feeling of having someone there that's new is is like it's kind of like getting a new phone. You can have an iPhone, but you if if you get a new iPhone, it can do everything that the same phone that the last phone did. But it's just the fact that it's new. It's like oh, I want it. I just want to be on this one much more than the other one. So it's just the whole new refreshing feeling, and that and that goes for everybody. Like everybody knows that feeling when in the beginning phase is how it is. And honestly, it shouldn't get to that way because. He shouldn't be looking for that second iPhone anyway. He should be looking at that new iPhone. Yeah, he should anyway. be focused on what's in front of yeah, him. Yeah, he need to be focused on the phone he got now. Right. But unfortunately, when it when they do look at this other phone and they give it more attention and like, oh, how much that phone costs, you know, just mm-hmm. you know, entertaining it. But what happened is is like the the twenty percent really don't last because once you 
get up in the 20%, you realize that it really ain't shit. And then you go back to the 80%. You're right. But to a lot of men, there is no pussy better than pussy that he haven't had yet. So the pussy he haven't had yet is the best pussy he ever had. That's okay, so, wow. <laughs> okay, so. That's just what it is. What advice do you have, first of all, mm. for the 80%? Like, what advice would you give the 80%? The one who is right or die, the one who's been there, the one who's gonna been there, the one who went through the storms, gave your ass motherfucking money? Okay. <laughs> all right. So, advice I can give. First, you can't make nobody do what you, what, what you want them to do. True. <clears throat> so, at the end of the day, if he wants to leave, you can't make him not leave. But I will mm-hmm. say some things I personally realize that I see in relationships that that that's kind of messes up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like you can do these things for everybody. You can... You can help the guy. You can help build him up. He can come straight out of prison, have nowhere to stay. And you can house him, feed him, clothe him, find, help him find a job and all of that stuff. But the way you interact with him means everything. Because if all of that comes at the sacrifice of like her nagging in his ear or when they're around each other, he's just not enjoying himself because, you know, just, just, just the way she is rubbing off on him is not... Is 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 that affects everything that it is? It's making him so like, damn. She, I don't want to be here. So what should she do if if this dude just is nowhere to be found? Like, I mean, what what should she do? Like, what advice would you give the eighty percent? Should she stay there? Should she should continue to take him back? Uh, see, then that's that's going into a whole like taking people back that's all on the person's discretion because everybody have different tolerance towards different things some people can deal with arguing better than other people you know some people like some people like I, we can argue all day but I'm still gonna love you and sleep next to you and be fine some people like we argue I don't want to talk to you I don't want to touch you I don't want to look at you I just don't want to leave this house and not see you for a while mm-hmm. so it's, it's kind of like I can't say what you should I can say what you should do. <laughs> I can't say what you should do because I don't know. Everything affects people differently. So it's kind of like it's just something that you got to use as your, your discretion as far as what makes you happy. Let me give you some Maddie advice. That was some good dandy Rio Mario straight dudes <laughs> advice. But let me give the 80% some advice out there. If you are and you are sure you are giving 100% your all and this man is not being receptive of it it's like he's putting you on a back burner he's going and he's messing with all these different people or and not even man let me say it if the woman is doing that too we're not gonna blame everything on the man if the woman is doing that too i'm talking to the 80 percent. then what i need the 80 percent to do is put put your big girl britches on put your rocks or briefs on whatever you gotta do and you have to take a stand and you have to realize your worth and how important you are and for your sanity because nine times out of ten this nigga or that girl that man is doing whatever they want to do and they're not thinking about you when they do it but you're the one that's at home you're the one that's sad you're the one that's talking to your friends complaining like no I need you to pull it together, take some time, uh, check into the Heartbreak Hotel. That's what me and my best friend Kelly say. Check into the Heartbreak Hotel. It's okay, but don't stay there. Don't live there. Check in and check your check your ass out. 
and just keep it moving go to church do whatever you can do to occupy your time and just make yourself better for your sanity and that's the advice that i have for the 80 percent. so moving along <laughs> from the cheating <clears throat> um forgiveness 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 give us an example something what do you think about forgiveness i think forgiveness is something that we have all asked for at one time in our life because i don't care who you are everybody is messed up to the point it's like you know what i realized my errors and i want forgiveness mm -hmm. for those errors how long should it take for let's just say let's go back to the 80 20. okay so the, the, we're just going to say it's a man. The man realized, I done messed up. I'm sorry to the 80%. You are the one that I want. I know I didn't cheated on you and I didn't did you wrong. Is there a time limit for the 80% to take to, like, really just 100% forgive him? A time limit? Now, is there? I, there's no time. Because that's one of, again, that was one of those things that, People emotions are affected differently. People react differently to certain things. Mm -hmm. I know me. Mm -hmm. I will flip out. Mm -hmm. Like I will flip out. How much time do I need? There's no telling, but it ain't gonna be anytime soon. It ain't gonna be a week, you know. But you know, everybody have different things, a different thought process mm -hmm. when it comes to this, or for as far as what affects them. But when it comes to forgiving, I feel like a lot of people they. They want to forgive, mm -hmm. and they say they forgave, but deep down, they really they haven't forgave them yet. So what do you mean when you say that? Because um, when you forgive, I think of it like this. <clears throat> if you forgave this person, to forgive means to no longer hold resentment towards this person for this particular action. Mm -hmm. You're no longer holding it against them, mm -hmm. and it's like... You know, I feel like a lot of people, like, they get in relationships and they do this whole forgiving. Say, if, you know, the 80%, um, well, the dude cheated, mm -hmm. she accepts him back, mm -hmm. and then after she accepts him back, they're having an argument one day. Oh, you want to say that you was at that bitch house? At that moment. Like bringing it back that up? You're bringing, you're showing that you didn't forgive because you're still holding some type of resentment towards the situation. Okay. Okay, so that's very interesting. Did, did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? Stop bringing up the past is what he's saying. Dudes do not <laughs> like to hear I mean, you keep bringing up the past. But I feel like the past is very relevant because if the past never happened, we wouldn't be in the position that we're at now, which causes right. her or him to act the way that he or she acts because of something that you did. I understand that. And, and you know, you have every right to feel that resentment. Mm -hmm. But just know when you say you forgive, mm -hmm. Right now, if you used to die, you're at the pearly gates. Mm -hmm. And you ask for God for forgiveness mm -hmm. for everything that you have done mm -hmm. in your life. Wrong. Now, that wasn't by his word. He, like, what you were expecting is like, you know what, I forgive you. Let you in the pearly gates, right? Mm -hmm. You're not, you know what, I forgive you. But you can't chill up here. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? It's, so it's, you're saying forgiveness is 100%. It's, it's 100. You can't, you can't halfway forgive. You got to wholeheartedly forgive when you do forgive. Because, like like you said, when you ask for forgiveness, you don't want that to be held against you. But it sounds like you're saying forgive and forget. And then if you're, you can never forget. Like, it's always going to be in the back of your head. I don't think you should forget. <clears throat> but you can forgive. You would just move a little. Like, you're... Things aren't going to be 100% back to normal. You can work towards it, but you're always going to remember that man or that female cheated on you. 
And I just, I, 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 you're right. And I do completely agree with that. And I think forgiving is actually much harder than people realize it is. And it takes time. It takes time. It's not something you can just, all right, I forgive you. That's, it doesn't work that way because what you feel on the inside, all those emotions, when you still like, it's like, we think about it in the middle of the day and it just makes you mad. Mm -hmm. You're not, that you haven't forgave them yet. Because but what if she doesn't or think about it? It's just mm -hmm. that in that moment mm -hmm. with them arguing, that's what she could think of. Like, you're making me react like that. And this is causing me to think back about the time that you cheated on me. I think it's possible to forgive someone, to not forget. I don't think it's a great idea to keep throwing it in a vase. That's not going to make anything better. But I think that it makes you move a little different than how you would move. I don't think that that you for just because you forgive somebody it's, it's less because you move differently it's not like you're saying that everything should still be the same after you say i forgive you that is exactly what i'm saying because like i said okay <clears throat> anything that say if somebody's like let me see i'm trying to think of a good example for this one <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because i mean you shouldn't forget nobody forgets mm -hmm. and i understand and unfortunately like Somebody can do a thousand things right, but when they when they do one thing wrong, it can overpower those one thousand things. And that's crazy. Correct. You it can have crazy. this strong relationship, and that one mm -hmm. moment of weakness can ruin everything, everything you worked so hard to build. And the reason that it does ruin everything you worked so hard to build is because I put my time, my sweat, and my effort, my energy into you. I'm uplifting you. I'm doing all this for you. And this thing, I know you go and step out on me. Like that means everything that we built ain't shit. So yeah, it could be broken because you stepped out. And, and and unfortunately for us <clears throat> as human beings, things that cause us pain mm -hmm. deals a hundred times more than what makes us happy. Oh, that's deep. And it's like that one pain, like I said, one that one pain can equal a thousand happy moments. And and since it's <laughs> that's the way it operates, that's why it stays in our minds so heavy, that's why it affects us so hard. And hit us so hard when we do something, you know. So Brandy agrees with pain. you. Sorry to interrupt. Brandy agrees with you. Girl named Brandy. She said mm -hmm. that should be the goal to get things back to before, but it's not always possible. So she yeah. she agrees. She yeah. said it's, it may be possible, but it's not always possible. It's, yeah, it's not always possible because <clears throat> it's hard. Everybody's not capable of forgiving. Or it may just take a long time for people to forgive. But it's like it's if you want things to, to work out, you can't. You can't again to forgive a hundred percent. You, but you have to forgive a hundred percent because that's what you can't halfway forgive. It's there's there's no in between. So there's listen, to forgive or to not forgive. If you ha it's okay to not have forgiven this person, you can still say, you know what, we can still work. We can start working this out. But I'm just letting you know, I'm have not forgiven you yet. It is still on my mind. But we can still continue on doing whatever we're doing until I have one hundred percent complete forgiving you i feel like i feel different i feel like you can forgive but you just would move differently than how you moved before if you're for example because we run out of time so for <laughs> okay, example okay, okay. if your cousin <clears throat> slept with your wife would you a hundred percent forgive them because in my thing i feel like you from knowing you the amount of time i've known you i feel like it's possible you could forgive him, but you wouldn't leave them alone together because why put that temptation in his face? Why why would he put himself in that situation? Or why would you leave him like, oh, I'm about to go to the grocery store and leave him alone with your wife? After you know what he did, he was busting her down like Tatiana. <laughs> uh, on the gang. All right, so 
by saying you haven't forgave means you still don't trust. I, I said I forgive you. I'm just not going to leave no, you alone you, with my You don't life. trust them then. You don't trust. You're, that's literally lack of trust. If, it's, if, 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 if it's causing you to do that, that's lack of trust. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. if you're not trusting them based off of previous. So, so you would leave them alone with your wife is what you're saying? If I said out my mouth that uh-huh. I forgave them, uh-huh. then yes. So do you think you could forgive that? No. That's a totally that's a, that's a hard one. That's, I know we crossed totally, that bridge. Now I'm, I'm not saying I could. I'm, uh-huh. Okay, if I did, it would definitely take a long time. But uh-huh. if I said I forgive them, mm-hmm. I'm not holding any ill feelings towards it. I'm mm-hmm. going to trust them completely because I forgave them. Now, if you do it again, I just feel like going back to the scenario you use with Jesus or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like you keep playing with Jesus. You know, it's going to be only so many times he going he going to always forgive you, but you're not going to make it's a different part of heaven that you're going to make it to. So, it's not it's levels to heaven. Like you're he right. might not let you, you might not be able to see him walking down the street, but you might see him like wave driving. He still you're let right. you in heaven, he still forgave you. You just not at I mean, but sitting with him. We we as humans like I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. It's like you know, women's like you know, I forgave him, but he keep doing the same shit, and I have to keep forgiving him and things of that nature. But if you think about it, when people when we do things and we ask for forgiveness, more than likely we go back and do the same things mm-hmm. that we we just ask for forgiveness for because you know why? Because those consequences for that action mm-hmm. is not bad enough to the where they're going to actually lose that person or going to feel those consequences. They don't directly feel those consequences quick question though so if you let's just say you can't forgive them mm-hmm. you can't like you try as hard as you want to but you cannot forgive them this the we're gonna make this the last question okay you try as hard but you can't forgive them you want to be in a relationship you love them but everything like that it's been multiple times that they've cheated on you is it time for you to walk away you gotta do what's best for you you might need to walk away if you can't if you're in a relationship and you can't give your 100% due mm-hmm. to something they did, mm-hmm. it's maybe time for you to walk away. As bad as you want it to happen, mm-hmm. everything that we want don't happen. And for your happiness, for the sake of your happiness and your sanity, mm-hmm. you got to learn how to not, you got to learn how to let go because that extra time that you're using on them could be used as healing. It could be using to find somebody that know how to treat your heart like you wanted to. It's like you by by staying with this person, it's like you're locking yourself inside of a cage, mm-hmm. and you can literally just be harming yourself more than you know. And then that extra stress that you're going through with them, you may end up taking on people that don't deserve it. That's true. So it's on your work, your family, your friends, and. Mm-hmm. It's just it could just mess up everything. So if it's not healthy for your life, you gotta learn how to let go. Okay. So oh, um, okay. So thank you for asking that. Thank you for answering that question. Um we are going to wrap 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 it on up. Um you know what, Mario? You really came and you really enlightened us all. You changed my perspectives on some things. So I just want the the listeners and the viewers, whatever you take away from this, you know, I think I think it's it was very beneficial. And I actually can say that I do agree with you that you should forgive them a hundred percent. Okay, I feel like 
Like, you should forgive them 100%. I feel like you should forgive. I strongly feel you should never forget. I do think it's not good to throw it up in their face arguing. It's like, you just gonna have to let it go and you just gonna have to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Um, anything that happened in the past, you have to let it go. But it's natural to have insecurities and it's natural to to have these feelings, you know? But you just have to work past it, work towards it, work on it if you really are serious about being in this relationship and strengthening it. But like you said, sanity is important. So you have just listened to the first episode of Relationship 101 with Maddie. Had our special guest Mario all up in the motherfucking building. A straight man's perspective. But let's be clear. This episode is brought to you by Brody Networks. If you are looking to start your own podcast, reach out to them on IG at Brody Networks or via email brodynetworks at gmail.com. And you can that's how you can also become a guest on this show. Yes, it can happen. Um, and it's just, it's so awesome. They came and helped produce this podcast, you know, and... Brody Networks, you guys are the best. They're in the background doing their thing right now, you know, giving us cues, time, shut the fuck up. But you know what? We we appreciate you, Brody Networks. You know, we love you. Mario, can you shout out your IG, any, any single beautiful big booty? I, I don't know. Any single beautiful ladies out there? You know, can you give them your... Um, My IG is Professor underscore Nesquik. Wait, Nesquik? <laughs> Hold on. Brody <laughs> Networks over here. Everybody that looked up. Nesquik? Professor. Like the chocolate milk? Like the chocolate milk. N-E-S. Oh, my God. <laughs> Professor underscore Nesquik. That's me on IG. That's mainly where I am, honestly. So, I mean, I like having these conversations. You know, it's it's always good to have these talks. Not, not to say who's right or who's wrong, but more so so we can understand each other. I appreciate it. Are you going to come back on the show? Oh, if you invite me, I'm here. Definitely. All right, guys. But if thanks. they want me, if they want me, I'll come back. Okay, if y'all if y'all want them, if y'all requesting Mr. Nesquik up in this bitch, <laughs> let us know. Again, you can follow me actually on IG at Matthew Tavon. That's M-A-T-T-H-E-W-T-A-Y-V-O-N-N-E, Matthew Tavon. Um, you can follow me on IG, Facebook. And again, if you are interested about um, having your own podcast or interested in even, you know, being a guest on this show, and other podcasts will be on Brody Networks. It is true. So go ahead and reach out to at Brody Networks again or via email. Brody, B-R-O-D-I-E, networks at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Relationships 101 with Maddie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>